is good, Divine Pill family. I have a lot to share with you, but it's obviously my bedtime. But I wanted to address this, and this is so interesting, but when I tell you I am committed and dedicated to refining and sharpening my swords to, um, <laughs> you know, fight for the Black community. I know I burnt my, my boots and my capes, but when I think about it in terms of um, goddess of wisdom and war and Athenian strategies, um, some of you know I've been looking at models such as the Lean Six Sigma and the... Um, and looking at how you make chess moves. And it's funny because you probably see the image and you probably will see the title. Um, and I'm going to start to weave this into future messages because I can see where I have burnt from one side and I have burnt from the other. But an upgraded strategy is burning the candle from both ends. So I have burnt from the candle from one side of the candle where it's kind of like, okay, something is severely wrong with the, um, with the system, right? You learn that, um, racism is embedded in a structure that, um, systematically, um, does everything is in place to cripple the progress of the black community. Right. Um, and then, when you start to dig around, unfortunately, I think what happens is, and what's so sad is I see it with young people who are getting indoctrinated by these, um, <laughs> by the very same system. And you would swear you're listening to a little white supremacist, right? I kid you not. Like, it was just weird. I just actually, that's why I hopped on here because it's a, it's a little, it's a young black man, but you would swear it was like, a white person that lives right in like one of the most racist neighborhoods, like maybe a couple miles out from where I am, more than a couple, but right. You would have sworn it was him, but he was talking about how, um, um, and this is the thing that made me realize because, uh, I think that there's tears to it, but he started talking about, well, we need to address, you know, what's going on in the black community. But when I heard him, it coming out of his mouth, I started to see what the problem was. And his problem was, and his indoctrination was that he was using racist talking points. Um, and part of the reason that you knew it was a racist talking point was because he was saying, let's just focus on our community first. Let's just focus on ourselves. We just have to, to work. And, and it's so, and so if you've been following me, you will have heard me dabble and tip my toes into some of those conversations. Like, you know, um, one of the things that I'm getting ascended um, information on is black on black crime. Well, there's white on white crime. Well, at the end of the day, really, it's crime on crime, right? Um, dealing with the unemployment issues that we have, dealing with redlining, de dealing with medical apartheid, dealing with um, prison, you know, school to prison pipeline stuff that's happening. But his thing was, well, we need to work on that first before um, we start to address the system. Um, another young person that I heard, it was just kind of like, I hate to say it, but we just, some people, you just have to throw them away. It's trash. It's garbage. Or you can hope they evolve, or you can hope that some more people start to 
use the language, burn the candle from both ends. But um, at the time that I'm recording this, you know, and, and maybe I will talk about it just a little bit, but uh, at the time that I'm recording this, Joe Rogan, which, you know what, let's, let's just back it all the way up. So I recently got flagged because I did a podcast um, talking about protecting yourself. I've done several about protecting yourself. But in one of the last podcasts, I talked about protecting yourself from a Karen. And I got flagged for that. And But I just saw that Joe Rogan not only was using the N-word, they allowed him to stay on Spotify. So I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm going to get flagged for use for saying to protect yourself from somebody who's attacking you, right? But, but he can say the N-word, right? So um, in the middle of all of that debacle, and, and they um, they made a decision to keep him on the platform. So Joe Rogan is going to stay on the um on the platform. So, but, uh, between yesterday and today, so, uh, India Irie, um, and, and so remember, I've been talking about captured Queens and I've been talking about, I don't really think it's really safe for black women to be out in the front line because you're going to get shot, shot down, not only from the opposing side, but unfortunately, some of the men in the black community are going to put their boots on your neck. And that's exactly what happened. So India Irie did what I would recommend for us to do. And I think it's a great strategy is just hurt them in the wallet. She pulled all of her um, music off of Spotify. And um, I think that those are the types of moves. I don't think it requires protesting. I think you just remove your money and your wealth and your influence from those platforms. But apparently we're not ready for that. And I'm not going to be encouraging other Black women to put their necks out there until the men do something about it. <laughs> Which is funny, right? Because maybe I'm I'm sounding a little bit like that young man that I was just talking about earlier. Um, but one of the interesting things that, um, and so this is a growing process, right? But we need to have the conversations and purge and figure out why we're thinking this to a certain degree and just purge what no longer serves us like for real, for real. But I was listening to a young black lady and you would have sworn it was like a Becky or a Karen. But, and the thing is, she was like, for one, she made it very clear that she was defending Joe Rogan. It was actually three black women that, that, that were um, defending Joe Rogan tooth and nail. And they've been listening to him for years from since they were kids, whatever, what have you. You you could have never told me in 2022 that I was here. And I don't, I'm not too familiar with who Joe Rogan is. I have seen his face like literally on, you know, on thumbnails. I can't say I've ever heard him talk um, or anything like that. So this is the first time that I'm kind of hearing like who this guy is, but um, he's been apparently saying the N-word for like over 12 years and stuff like that. Um, so um, this girl was saying, you know, she was she made it very clear that she was there to defend um, Joe Rogan, which brought in the two other um, women to kind of back her up and support that, you know, we should continue to listen to him and more black people should continue to listen to him. Absolutely absurd. Um, and then, um, she, she, and then she started to attack India Irie. You would have never, ever told me if you had told me six months ago, a year ago, or even when I was like younger in my teens, that black women would, would 
hate on other black women like this, like this, uh, I wouldn't believe you. Now that does make sense. And it explains some of the dynamics that I've experienced when I was in the workplace. That dynamic, if you're getting hit from all sides, like I said, I mean, I've experienced getting hit from, you know, the, the white people, but some of the meanest, nastiest cuts were from the black people and it was from men and it was from women. And then God knows, like knowing what I know now, some of them could have even been like backhanded or just they see you out there. And instead of, you know, when they're in the HR office coming to your defense, like they're the ones like et to Brutus, like you would have never, I, I'm still obviously affected by it, but she was like, well, why did India wait two years? Right. Right. So when you juxtapose that question, why did India wait two years? That's exactly the reason why we need to talk with that young man and say, this is the reason we address it now. If we wait for another year and another two years and another three years, you're going to have her coming up behind you and say, well, why did you wait that long? Why did you wait 100 years? Why did you wait 200 years? Why did you wait 300 years? So and and her her argument was just most one of the most stupidest things I've ever heard, too, because at the end of the day, he said it right. And and this is another thing that I'm going to be coming down on harder, too, is she didn't make any content. I don't see anything out there from her, you know, sounding the alarm to anything that he did or that he said. The first time I heard about it was when India Irie said something, but I haven't come across any content or anything from her saying that it was a problem. And so it's like the um, putting up and tolerating the system, it stops now. It stops now, right? No more waiting until, you know, this half gets their stuff together. No more waiting until the perfect time. There will never be the perfect time. Never. It should have been yesterday. It should have been last year. It should have been 10 years ago. And so um, when I'm going to be talking about Lean Six Sigma model, applying it to some of the things that I'm seeing, we have got to meet in the center, literally, when I'm talking about um, burning the candle from both ends of the stick. You are going to have some people in our community that are going to be working on making sure that we have financial literacy and working with the education system and working with our youth and working with home ownership and credit scores and all of that, that that has to be dealt with that and representing. But one thing we need to do also is is come in from the back, right? We need to start addressing this, the system. And so his whole thing was kind of like, um, he, he has used some of my talking points or I've used some of his, or we've all pulled from the same <clears throat> schools of thought, but his thing was, um, you know, we need the same stuff I've been saying. We need to get lobbyists. We need to get these people in place. I also will tell you that this is not, we're not in a place where we need to reinvent anything as I have started to look where to plug in. There are a myriad of resources for you to plug in. Right. We are at that point where there are people and like minded people who are wanting to champion the efforts of whatever it is that you want to do to help progress the community. You have people in the black community who are working on taking care of home and making sure that we're okay. And you have the people on the other end who are making sure that we're addressing the systems, right? That we're trying to deal with, with, um, the systematic racism, but we are at a point where we have got to 
um, burn the candlestick from both ends. Another thing I wanted to kind of address here too, and I'm going to continue to address it, and I'm going to um, do some podcasts on some of those things. But um, one of the things I learned within the last week or so was um, Lean Six Sigma. And the the website, it's, it's still on my cell phone, but that I want you to do a part excellent phenomenal job of explaining the process and it is absolutely what we need to tackle the problems one of the things that they put in that um article is that the lean six sigma is about um a culture of continuous improvement and so it's predicated on um identifying a problem um, diagnosing the problem and solving the problem so that it never comes back again. Like that's part of the specific, like not only solve it, but to make sure that it never comes back again. So you're talking about maintaining level, like correcting it, but also making sure that this never happens again. So, but one of the things that they did a phenomenal job in that article of explaining was there are different components. So yes, they have the um, white belt, the yellow belt, belt, the green belt, and the black belt, and then the master black belt. And so that talks to how the different skill levels that we have in the community. And I think that right now we're expecting everybody to be a white belt or everybody to be a yellow belt. And we're expecting everybody to be a black belt. And so there's a process. One, and um, another thing that they explained in the article too, is you have three different types of people that work in these teams. You have the... Um, the the doctor, the mechanic, and the detective. So it's actually the detective, the doctor, and the mechanic. Doctor, I mean, sorry, detective, doctor, mechanic. Detective, doctor, mechanic. And so the doctor is the one, that's your, your podcaster. I know, I know, I need to hold that L, but I will probably hold that L because I think it will help me and it will help other people too. But because you, you, I, I'm leaving the receipts that like you can go back and listen. And I was frustrated because I'm like, you know what? But I, I know what triggered me. What triggered me is that he was talking bad about black women and I'm a black woman. So yes, it did trigger me, but I, you know, I, I had to do some inner work and deal with that. And so I had been listening to him and was part of his community. But once he started to like, bash black women and, and take on more of a red pill. It just, what, what do I look like being a black woman <laughs> and still supporting and listening? Like that's just, it's, it's, it doesn't serve me. Right. So I had to use my, use my queen of swords energy on that. But, um, and so because I was irritated, I said, you know, he's been doing this podcasting for 20 years and, um, and all he's doing is just getting our panties in a bunch and getting us upset. At this point, we know what the, the problems are, but he's not um, giving us a solution. And I've heard other people say that, right? And so, but after looking at the Lean Six Six Sigma, we do need people like him. Um, can he raise the frequency a little bit and take the boots off of the Black women in his community? Yeah, right? But outside of that he's done a phenomenal job of identifying the issues you know these people these policies are against us this this law is against us these this is the people's agenda right so he is the detective he is part of 
giving us the information that's making it very clear that we have issues in the community, right? And you're going to hear different content creators who drill down on sourcing all of the data, right? I, I've mentioned another um, of my favorite podcasters, but I, I removed them because I know that some of the things are controversial and I'm not at 100% yet and I want to protect them, you know? But I mean, I guess it's one of those things. It's It's... I guess I should just trust your your judgment and I might put their their um channels up again. But there's um the the one that I was referring to earlier, my issue with him is just get your boot your boots off my neck. Like I was in the camp with you. I'm in your village. Like I was right alongside with you and part of your your community and your subscriber and supporting and and now you're putting your boots on on my neck you're doing it to the wrong person um and so then but that triggered but that's an important conversation right he is sourcing and drilling down on the information actually very quite articulate and good at what he's doing right outside of that so just a little bit like I'm not gonna say I'm gonna cry, but it's just it's a little disappointing with that with that aspect. There's another couple of young um black men that are kind of like following in his path. They're relatively new, but doing an a par excellent, phenomenal job of pulling the information. And I'm so proud of how they are using their platform to get them from white belt to, I believe it's either green belt or yellow belt. And, and so then that's, now you're stepping into the role of the, um, the doctor. And so with that, that means that they're diagnosing the problem. They are taking all of the information that's coming in and they're diagnosing the problem. And they're saying, these are the areas that need to be fixed. But they're also, there's um, Black Belt and there's Master Black Belt. And there's also one other content creator. I have been learning so much from him too, like him and his wife. Um, when I tell you, I have no words to explain the caliber of content and intellect. Um, <laughs> I, I, I... And so I will probably do one podcast sharing all of them, but I hope that I do them more justice than the space that I'm in right now because I'm not as evolved or as um, articulate as they are. Um, and so, but I guess I have to somehow trust your judgment. That's how protective I am of them, right? And I've kind of mentioned them. So if you caught it and you listened, then you you know which ones I'm talking about. But um kind of second guessed myself and pu- pulled their names for each one. I've mentioned each one of the ones I've talked about before. So, but, um, so, but, um, the two young black men that I've, I was referring to, they're actually kind of like, you know, how we talk about going from 3d, 4d, 5d there, they, so with the white, yellow and green and black belt, I would say that they're on their way to being like master black belt it kind of makes sense why they're fitting in each category because they are working through the um ascension so not only are they pulling in information and diagnosing it but i think that they're at a point where they're the mechanic and so the function of the mechanic is to is to go in and fix it and to excuse me take action Right. And, and so, 
I'm going to be putting messages out there that if you feel frustrated, you need to get your white belt or take the the information that the white belt is giving you and you need to um, determine if you're going to diagnose the problem, which is a little bit different than just pulling the content or if you're going to be a um, black belt. But the thing is, at the end of the day, like the days of you complaining about people not doing stuff, um, I'm going to put a podcast where if you ever hear anybody complaining about what are you doing, those days are over because either you're going to come in as a um, as somebody who's providing information and funneling it up funneling it to the doctor who can diagnose the issues and you are developing your mas- your mastery and craft in that and then passing the ball to the um, black belt. And one of the things I wanted to say is you actually, if, if I understand correctly, like from Lean Six Sigma, you can't get to black belt without getting through white belt and yellow and green belt. So you sitting there and saying, what are you doing about it? Get in line. For you to be a black belt and master black belt, you have to spend three years, I believe, in in black belt and another three to five years as a master black belt before you get your certification. And if you know anything about karate or whatever, I'm probably butchering it. I want to say it's karate or kung fu. I don't know. You you can't just be like, well, I'm going to kick everybody's butt. No, you've got to put in the work. You've got to start with the information. You've got to equip yourself with diagnosing the problem. And then you have to have your um, hands on. You have to prove, show yourself to be approved putting in the work. Right. But all of those three functions are necessary in the black community. We need. um, So we do, you know, believe it or not, believe it or not. So get in where you fit in all hands on deck for real, because at this point, the dates of you asking, you know, what are you doing about it or how come you're just talking and you're not doing about anything about it? No, those days are done, son. Are you the um, detective? Are you the doctor? Are you the mechanic? Shut up or put up, you know, but the time to tackle these problems are now, you know, um, it's unfortunate that people, and, and this is so funny because I was talking about how, you know, in, in real life, in everyday life, okay, as a functioning, upstanding citizen, I didn't have, you know, I don't see myself having the luxury to sit in the funk with the pandemic, my family and I had to figure out how we were going to get out of this and see the light at the end of the tunnel. And we're coming out of it stronger, right? But it's like, how long do you want to sit in the funk? How long do you want to sit in your dirty diapers? How long do you want to sit there and just wallow? How long do you want to sit in this problem? You know, we have we have people at this point when I'm starting to look in, you look, you know, take inventory of the landscape around me in the black community, we're actually at a prime. We have enough educated people. We have a trillion dollar spending power. And so that tells me that it's just a matter of funneling the resources into the right things, right? Um, We have people on both ends of the candlestick. And why would we shoot ourselves in the foot by saying, you know, I'm burning the candle on um, working with, with my community. So you blow out your candle. Bruh, we're on the same side. 
right? So really what you should be doing is you're, you should be trying to figure out how to get to the middle quicker. It's like, I'm going to work faster over here. I'll meet you in the middle. And you over here is like, okay, bet. I'm going to work on the systems and I'm going to make sure that when the two, two flames collide, it's like, it's beautiful, right? Wanted to talk a little bit about chess. I think that it's the same strategy, right? I think that we don't understand that part of dominating the board is you're saying like, oh, we have to work on the black people in order to win and beat the system. And I'm saying that the chessboard is the system, right? Um, And so how do we beat the system? And part of the system in winning is you have to get power plays for your... um, for your players, you have to move them into position, right? But it's twofold. It's twofold. It's it's kind of, I hope that it makes sense, burning the candle from both ends. You're going to put your, your pawns, convert them to bishops and rooks. That's what he was talking about working on in the community. But at the end of the day, doing those things contribute to you um, burning the candle on both ends and winning and beating the system, right? But let's not, let's, uh, I think another thing I want to kind of wrap up with here too is I've noticed that, you know, like I said, I have had time to think about how we do things. And when you apply it to everyday life, you see how dumb we are in some ways. And I say that respectfully, and it's not all of us. I think it's just some players who, you know, I remember um, when we were kids, um, my, my baby brothers, like my younger brothers, they were playing basketball and we had that one kid, um, that he got the basketball and he ran in the wrong direction and everybody was yelling. And he thought that he was like, you know, they thought he was cheering him on. So he's running even faster. No one is behind him because his team is calling him back. And the other team is like, Whoa, what's going on? And he made the shot for the other team, right? And so I think that we are at a point where when you look at basketball or even football, when the other team fumbles the bat, the ball, that's when you take it and you leverage it and you run with it. If they give an inch, you give a mile. So I feel like what what, what happened with um, Joe Rogan, this is not the time to to say, well, they have the ball, the ball is in their court, so we're not going to play or strike. No, you take it and you run with it. As soon as India Irie said, all right, bet, I'm going to pull all my my music off the thing, that's when all of us should have come into play and been like, yeah, you heard her, this is what's up, and had more support and really, like, burn the candle from that end. You know what I'm saying? But we don't, we haven't understood how to take advantage of when the other team fumbles the bag. Another thing too, when you talk about gems and treasures is I'm learning that you have to learn, um, actually, uh, uh, let me, this one is probably more important. A smart young man, um, in the comments said, I don't have, um, like something along the lines of, I don't have permanent friends and I don't have permanent enemies. I just have a permanent agenda, right? And I don't think that we have mastered that, right? Do we agree with everything about Spotify? No. But in that one moment in time, the the, the 
fire was to the feet of Joe Rogan, and that was her time to leverage that play. And one of the, so I'm glad I was able to get that out. But also when you're looking for gems, do you know how much dirt and rocks and crap you have to get through to get to a diamond? And so what will happen is we will not even want to go in the, in the, in the cave, or we will not even want to take the gems. Like when people take it, like you take that gem and you hold its value but some of us are kind of like oh it came out of that dirt so i'm not going to take the gem and it's like are you kidding me this moment that just happened we need to capitalize off of it okay yes there's a lot of crap in it but we can make this count like we can make this moment profitable we can turn this into an opportunity that's going to put us in a powerful position right because if you can you imagine if we had gotten joe rogan removed and we had community support where all of us were like really putting the boots on the neck you know affecting them in their pockets do you know how much momentum that would have put for us? Because now it would send the green light to everybody like, you know what? This place is racist too. They're not paying me too. And we would just be able to like shut everything down and put it in our favor. But some of us don't know how to play sports. We don't know how to play to win. We don't know how to wear that, wear that teammate that's taking the ball and putting it in the hoop for the other team. It's, it's the craziest thing, but I think we'll get there, right? And I'm, you know, it is my pleasure to add to the voices. I'm going to continue to work on my white belt, continue to take the information. I'm looking forward to diagnosing, looking forward to getting my green belt and, and being able to, to use some action. And that means it's going to take me time. And that means it's going to take me the three to five years, but gladly stepping up, um, putting my hands on the deck. I'm not wearing those goddamn ugly boots, but um putting my hands on deck, contributing, helping with the mental map of the Black community. Let's get it. You know, definitely in that Athena, goddess of wisdom and war. I work for my temple, but I work with the strategies and, and I whisper in the ears of my heroes. And my heroes are anybody who is for the furthering and the advancement of the Black community. So let's get it. Let's burn the candle on both ends. That's what's up. Peace.